and welcome to my hearth. Now, in the last episode, we started to think about the comedy of failure. And we had a look at one of the characters from Commedia dell'arte, Il Capitano, and talked about the failed soldier. Now today I want to look at some of the other characters who are defined by their failure, and I'm sure you'll recognise lots of versions of this. The first character I want to consider is the failed lover. Now this is made slightly complicated because in Commedia dell'arte that is one of the definitions of a kind of immaturity. So I suppose we could also refer to the character as the failed adult. They will have all the attributes of the lover. They will live for romance. All their ideals will be of romantic love. Because Commedia dell'arte has its origins in medieval and renaissance culture, the romantic love that we're talking about is also the high spiritual love, the art of courtly love, the love of the knight for the unobtainable lady in a tower. Now this is all well and good because after all, the knight in the art of courtly love was also trying to achieve or obtain his conquest, his prize, the lady in the tower, and it was a difficult journey. However, in the art of Commedia dell'arte, there has to be a reason why the failed lover can never be a lover. Perhaps the reason is that he is also failed adult. He does not have the maturity to deal with the consequences of being in love. If it is a he, he is so obsessed with the idea of being in love that he is more in love with the idea of being in love than the object of the love itself. In some of the Commedia dell'arte scenarios, the failed lover holds a mirror and he is obsessed with himself but also does all his declarations of love to the mirror rather than to the object of his desire. Now there is no reason why the failed lover can't be a lady, a woman who is desperate for love, desperate with its real meaning of without hope. I apologise if I'm using a reference which some of you might not know, and that is the amazing work of Dick Emery. But he was a comedian who completely understood the nature of Commedia dell'arte and very often performed in his sketches the kind of characters that a Commedia dell'arte actor would understand. He had a desperate lady character who was always approached by an interviewer who would say, can I have a word with you, madam? And she would insist on saying, miss. And then at some point in the interview would say, are you married? 
and then would chase the interviewer down the street. Now her whole demeanour would mean that everyone would steer clear of her and therefore the chances of her forming any kind of relationship, even friendship, were slim and slight. When we were talking about Il Capitano, I referenced one of the characters from Dad's Army, and I think it's useful to keep referencing other characters when we're dealing with the other failures. Those of you who followed the series will immediately recognise that the failed lover is Pike. One of the reasons why he's so obviously failed lover is that he is obsessed with romance. Pike's mother is obviously having an affair with Captain Mannering's assistant, both in the bank and the home guard, that's Mr Wilson, and Pike refers to him, calls him Uncle Arthur. Uncle Arthur, I saw you kissing Mummy in the kitchen today. The immaturity is what prevents him from being a successful lover. Now, there's a really, really interesting episode in Dad's Army, typical of Perry and Croft, where Pike does meet a young lady and they go to the cinema together, which would have been a usual act of courtship at that particular time. However, when the episode follows them into the cinema, it's the young lady who puts her arm around Pike, and he doesn't like it. The reality and the consequence of love is not what he wants, and therefore it's very obvious that the reason that he is not successful is his immaturity. As the ideas of Commedia dell'arte developed and became more subtle, what was the other ironic element of failed lover was that very often the failed lover themselves considers that they have a reason that makes them unlovable. A good example of this is Serrano de Bergerac, who realises that because he has a larger-than-usual nose, that that kind of, as he sees it, disfigurement means that he is prohibited from being a lover. And obviously, ironically, it doesn't mean that he is unlovable. He just thinks that no one could love him looking like that. Interestingly, in the original Commedia dell'arte, the lovers' characters were some of the ones who were not masked. Again, if we think of other Perry and Croft situation comedies that they wrote, Gladys Pugh in Heidi High is desperately in love with the head of the organisation. She does everything to try and be attractive to him. It's just he doesn't recognise her want. The same is true of Mrs Slocum in Are You Being Served? She is trying to make herself attractive 
to Captain Peacock, but she does it by dyeing her hair bright purple and wearing garish makeup and outfits. And of course, her absolute desire to do it means that she can never achieve what she wants to do. The desire to be loved is so strong in both those cases that in fact it puts people off and the efforts that the characters make to be attractive are part of the problem. The Commedia dell'arte element in pantomime, British pantomime, means that the pantomime dame also suffers from this. She is very often desperate to be loved and to be sexually attractive. The little problem that she's not actually a woman doesn't seem to worry her. I'm sure you can think of other examples of the failed lover in your favourite narratives. Do let me know. Now, as I've said several times, this concept of the comedy of failure is very subtle, and we have to be careful not to confuse failures. If we consider Romeo and Juliet, they are not failed lovers. Their relationship fails not because they are failed lovers. They successfully fall in love with each other and in fact do sleep together. So they are not failed lovers. If there is a failed lover in Romeo and Juliet, it might be the nurse. But even so, she has been a successful lover in the past. And the ideal Commedia dell'arte failed lover never succeeds in love. The nurse, in fact, has another failure which is even clearer, and that she is failed poet. This is a character who is obsessed with language, but does not know how to handle it. That does not stop them trying. There is something about their lack of agility with words that prevents them being successful. Not only that, they think they are very good with words when they are not. That's the irony and some of the pathetic and pathetic humour of their particular problem. Sometimes in Commedia dell'arte they're given some kind of speech problem. It might be that extreme shyness makes them unable to speak. In its simplest form, sometimes a character comes from another country and cannot understand the language that doesn't stop him trying to use it. In Allo Allo, there is the English undercover officer who's acting as a policeman who speaks in appalling French, good moaning. In Faulty Towers, Manuel is Spanish and struggles completely to make himself understood. It doesn't stop him trying. Hyacinth Bouquet, in Keeping Up Appearances, mangles the language 
because she wants to appear to be posher than she is. The character of Mrs. Malaprop in The Rivals uses the wrong word trying to impress, and that is always a great source of humour. You know, he has reached the very pineapple of his profession. English comedy is obsessed with language and getting language right. I think it was George Bernard Shaw who said that an Englishman only has to open his mouth for another Englishman to despise him. In French comedy, which by the 19th century had become rather cruel on this particular subject, a character can be given a speech impediment as a source of humour, or to become tongue-tied in certain circumstances. And she stoops to conquer. The hero always starts to stammer and become incoherent when he meets a lady of quality. Remember, Commedia dell'arte is the reality of life, but with the volume turned up. Again, in Serrano de Bergerac, Christian, the young hero, is a brilliant soldier. He is extraordinarily good-looking, so there is no reason why he should have an impediment to love. But what he cannot do is express himself in romantic words. Hence, Cyrano has to speak for him. Now, I hope knowing about these particular failures will make you very aware of them and you'll start to notice them when you're seeking out opportunities to study your favourite stories. We'll continue with the comedy of failure next time.